took your advice, popped down to Sainsbury's, bought some Ollie's nuts, went for the sweet and spicy. Very nice indeed. Myself and the whole family enjoyed them. A little bonus, the package is recyclable. You don't normally get that. Good stuff. Recommend them. Ollie's nuts. Go grab some. This is Tall Boy Radio. Each week your hosts, Beans, Gaz and Andy, grab a beer and discuss whatever it is that's on our minds. We try to keep things uncomplicated. The premise for this podcast is as simple as we are. Not only can you listen to us at tallboyradio.com and on every podcast platform, you can also watch the video version on YouTube. Just search for Tall Boy Radio or click on the link on our website. If you have a story and want to feature on the show or just want to get in touch, drop us an email at mail at tallboyradio.com or leave us a comment on social media at Tallboy Radio on Twitter and Facebook and at Tallboy Radio Podcast on Instagram. Or you can leave us a message on the Anchor app, which we can play on the show. Right, the show is about to begin, so go grab yourself a cold one, kick back and enjoy. Welcome back to episode 126 of Tall Boy Radio. And this is a very very special episode that we've got for you tonight as promised a few weeks ago when we had Bo on the last time we said we were going to do DNA test results the results are in and we'll get to those in a little bit if you're listening to this by the way on the audio you just heard a little shout out from one of our listeners saying that they tried out some Ollie's products and just how good they were so thank you for sharing that with us so without further ado Gaz do you want to say hello dude because there's no Andy again tonight I'm afraid yeah, evening guys. Really looking forward to this. It's It's been a while since obviously I've chatted to Bo. It's great to catch up. I think it's probably even longer since I've chatted to John. So looking forward to chatting <laughs> to John. For, I'm, I'm chatting to John for ages. Tonight I'm drinking what is rapidly becoming one of my favourite drinks. I don't know if you can see that. It's an urban fog and it's six and a half percent and it's a Brewdog and Mikella collaboration. And I'm drinking it actually in a glass that Andy bought me, you can't see it, in a left glass. Just look at the colour on that bad boy. It's absolutely delightful, this drink. So, yeah, looking forward to this. Not quite sure where we're going to go in terms of DNA results. Is there is there a plot twist? We'll never know. Who knows? But, yeah, let, let's crack on and see where we go. Indeed, indeed. Now is another final left. Bo, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Looking forward to this for a while. Tonight, I'm drinking, uh, it's a nitwit. So this is a, it's a, yeah, I know it's probably kind of hard to see because of my background. It's a nitwit. Oh, there you go, yeah. Yeah, so it's a white ale uh, made at a at a restaurant here in Texas. It's called, it's called BJ's. It's a restaurant brewery. So whenever you guys come to visit, I'm going to have to make a trip over there. I don't know where else I could find it. It's an amazing beer, and I'm, that's what I've got going on today. Awesome, awesome. Well, those sound pretty good, and we'll definitely be sampling that when we're over there. John Boy? Yeah, hello, everyone. You're right. I was going to go buy a few funkier beers today before I came, but I didn't have time. So I've just got Brewdog Hazy Jane tonight. This is a nice one. It's a good one. Yeah, there's worse drinks to have. Kids. There's definitely worse drinks to have. Yeah. It's an absolute crack. And speaking of worse drinks to have, you know, we might get to that in a little yeah. bit, I see. <laughs> Well, actually, so, just while we're on that, sorry, I know John, sorry, oh, I, I know no John mentioned Brewdog, and it wouldn't be an episode without mentioning, but just in case my, uh, oh, sorry, when my urban fog goes, I have got a, an Elvis juice there, I don't know if you can see that, there you go, so I, I'm rocking the uh, the Brewdog brewery with you, fella, so. 
So while you're drinking the Brewdog versus McKellar, then the Brewdog, I've just gone for the straight up McKellar, the blowout, which oh, is okay. a IPA. And I see, I have to be honest, when I, when I was in the shop, Matilda picked that one. <laughs> Matilda picked it because she liked the picture. And then my main beer for tonight, because that was actually nearly gone, is the Straff Hendrik, which is a Belgian oh, beer. I thought that's a bottle of the Duchess then, kid. I was like, what well, is going on there? Well, funnily you should mention that. I thought, <laughs> seeing as John is here, it's only right, it's only proper, I could share in the misery with him. So this is nicely chilled. We've got the Duchess, we've got chocolate cherry, and if you want to pop over the fence, guys, and have a little nibble, then you can have a go. <laughs> now that sounds so long. You ain't no bingo. What are we, about three minutes in? <laughs> that's it, that's it. So, yeah, we're going to crack that one over. I've been, tra- I've been threatening to try it now for a while. And I thought, you know, if I can share the pain with somebody else, I'm going to do it. So, like we said, DNA results tonight. If you've listened to previous episodes, you should know what we're on about. If not, then go back and listen to them now. There's plenty of time. Stick it on pause and listen to it. Certainly started off where we did the genealogy episode as Beans does stuff. And then, obviously, we've had Bo on. And if anybody knows, obviously, Bo and I have done DNA tests to try and prove categorically or not whether we are related to each other or not. If you should know the story by now, but ultimately, I traced the family tree and believed, we'll find out whether it's correctly or incorrectly, that... Bo and I are first cousins or half first cousins or whatever the relationship is. But we'll get to that in a little bit. So before we get that, we'll build attention first. And we said before how you guys love a quiz. So I've got six questions now about DNA, which you guys can all chip in and have a little go answer. And if you're listening at home, you can have a go too. So question number one. What does DNA stand for? I know the answer to that. Go on. Deoxyribonucleic acid. Correct. That isn't the question. Oh, so no points. But well done. Well done for knowing. So, question number one then: Whose genes are more dominant, your father's or your mother's? Mother. Mother. Yeah. Without giving anything away for later, I'm gonna go mother. Right. See, I get the logic in that because you know you are the seed in the belly. But no, your father's genes are actually stronger. Ah. More dominant. Really? Wow. Yeah. Go, man. That's it, go men, that's it. <laughs> Just another thing we're better at. <laughs> I wouldn't have expected it. I, I, that's genuinely shocked me, that is, actually. Uh, my guess actually would have been, it was a trick question, they were both the same. I would oh, okay. have purely 50-50, but no. Huh? So question number two, does DNA in sperm differ from sperm to sperm? Within the same person, just to clarify. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I reckon. Um, yes. I reckon, yeah. I'm just going to say no, just so <laughs> somebody's right. <laughs> <laughs> I like your thinking. Well, the good news is two people are right, both sadly, neither of them is you. So, yeah, each sperm contains around 50% of your father's DNA, but it differs from sperm to sperm, which, which bit of DNA is passed on, which will explain why John and I have the same father, mm. but have different coloured eyes, and actually... I think you can tell we're related. Probably the height gives it yeah. away. But other than that, I don't think we look hugely alike, no, I which I'm sure John's I don't probably know. grateful for. <laughs> put, put, put John's beard on you, dude. I reckon you look pretty similar, to be fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you say that, it looks like, you know, especially with him sat in the background in the shadows. Though. If you want to say some video, I promise you, I'm not sat next to a bald arm of Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> so here's question number three. So two siblings. So say John and I, or you and Sid, could you have, could you share a 100% DNA match with him? Not, so not twins, 
because two siblings have a hundred percent DNA match. Thinking logically from what you've just said mm. on the previous question, I'll say no. I thought no, yeah. Based on that, I thought beforehand they would have done, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no because I think that that there's not gonna be enough DNA. The DNA is gonna be different, like you just said. Yeah. yeah. Well the thing is, you're quite right. In most cases, and in pretty much all cases, it, that is not the case. However, it is technically possible, but the chances are around seventy trillion to one. So it may have happened, it probably hasn't. So you're saying there's a chance. So <laughs> dumb and dumb. Really love that film. <laughs> so question number four. There's only six questions. So who are you closer related to? A parent or a child? So who do you share more DNA with? I'm gonna say a child. Child. Yeah, no, well I'll, I'll be the odd one out then. I'll go parent. I don't know. I can't can't get my head around it at all. Or whatever. Well the good news is it's a trick question. Everybody's right. It's exactly the same. Exactly the same. You share exactly fifty percent of your DNA with your child and you share exactly fifty percent of your DNA. When you think about it, there's kind of a logic yeah. behind that, isn't mm-hmm. there? So question number five. Gaz. Gaz, this is a little bit for you. You may have heard this question before. Are sons always taller than their mothers? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Sid when you need him? Where is he when you need him? That can't, no, that can't be the case. No, definitely not 100%. No, that's not true. No. No. Well, Sid has stated this as an absolute fact. Sid Sid was convinced, literally, like, Sid's facts. Yeah. The answer is no, they are not. However, most sons are taller than their mothers. However, if you have a short father who comes from a short family and your mother is taller than your father, chances are you will be shorter than your mother if you are a son. Right. I had to get that out. This is why I'm doing the quiz earlier. If I have a few beers, I ain't going to be able to get that kind of information <laughs> out. So question six, last one then. So will DNA from a crime scene, there's another one for you there, maybe Bo, will DNA from a crime scene be compared against my ancestry.com sample? That is gonna no. That's gonna yes. I I think it would be because didn't we have to sign some things on there saying it was going to be released? Oh, or, or you, you didn't say yeah, sign yeah. any disclaimers to say that the information that you present on Ancestry.com can be used in. If you'd have said that, then yeah, maybe so. But yeah. if it's a private, so, well, I would I would have said no. But I mean, listen to what you just said there, about I would go yes. I think immediately it's it's sent to the labs and it, it's kept in there. But for other things, you have to sign a disclaimer, I believe. Yeah. What do you say, Dean? I'll go with that on that one. It sounds like the expert. I'll yeah. go with that one. Well, f- for the most part, actually, it won't automatically be, but they can request it to be yeah. for, for a sample. So if they had an idea that it was you, but it won't automatically do. In fact, the words on Ancestry.com is they don't willingly comply with the police. It's like, well, <laughs> you might want to word that a little bit better. <laughs> they might unwillingly. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- this is it. This is it. So they, they might just give it out. But that is, that's what it tells you on there if you Google it on their website. So, yeah. So the real crux of the matter then. If you're listening to this episode, you know you can get 20% off if you use the discount code TALLBOYRADIO with Ollie's Nuts, as long as you're based in the UK, because they only ship to the UK, you can get 20% off your Ollie's order with us. Use the promo code TALLBOYRADIO, or capitals, or one word, on their website, on their promo site, when you check out, and you get 20% off your order. And you can get your, your nuts from there, your 
pretzels, your olives, and your chocolate-covered pretzels. And I would recommend the chocolate-covered pretzels. They are absolutely amazing. And they are available in 900 Sainsbury stores up and down the country. Well, no, seriously. So the real reason why we're here, gold envelope. It's actually orange if we're going to be technical, but, you know. <laughs> Can't wait for this. So the DNA test results show that bow and beans are cousins. Yeah. It, it, it came back positive. It came yeah. back positive. <laughs> never in doubt, kid. Never in doubt. No. Don't forget John. And John as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> right. absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. Well, we're not. We're brothers. Yeah. But yeah, and that's been confirmed as well. Yeah, so we are. We are cousins, which is quite exciting, isn't it? Really, to to find I haven't catfished a stranger is a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I thought about it quite a bit after you and I talked and what a full circle that it's come around. I mean, from, you know, from the day I got the letter to the, you know, the, the little bit of time we talked to my trip over there to everything. I mean, we're only sitting here right now because you decided to make an episode about genealogy. Yeah. That's, you know, that's that's why we're I mean, you started off because you want, you know, you wrote a children's book and you want you, you know, you just kind of wanted to do something. But then you got to the genealogy thing and we're only sitting here because of that. So there's 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 a full circle that comes with that. Yeah, it is. It, it is bizarre. And to be honest, because you, you got your test results back quite quickly, didn't you? And then, then my test results took a little bit longer, a little bit like the watch that traveled its way around the world. I, I felt like the test results did exactly the same thing because, right. I, and fully enough, the day I chose to phone them up, okay, the day I phoned them up and said, look, what's going on? The woman wished me a happy ancestry.com anniversary because it had been 10 years since I'd signed up to the website. Right. On the, the exact day I phoned up and said, look, what's going on? Mm. So she said, like, you know, you've been using it exactly 10 years. It's like, that's ridiculous. So what kind of coincidence is that? But the longer it went on, the more and more I was convinced, oh, dude, this this is just going to be one of those, you know, those coincidences. Because you'd said when we were in, on the last episode, that you could have picked my dad out of a lineup of 100 people, didn't you? You said, you know, you said, you know, as soon as you saw him, you recognised him. You knew who you were looking for anyway, but he said the second he walked in, the mannerisms and everything. I thought, is it just one of those strange, bizarre sets of circumstances where he does just look like somebody? You know, even though it's, it'd be pretty unlikely, but the longer it went on, the more I started to convince myself that I've convinced some dude to travel all the way over here from Texas. <laughs> Proper hoodwink. Lose my passport. I lost yeah. my passport. Yeah. I had to book it twice. You know, yeah. That's it. It was still a good trip, regardless. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's yeah, just, it's it's just uh, a story of, I mean, even just from an outsider, just a story of, you know, in old stage where, sort of me adam and 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 john sort of lived for it for years and years and years you know the dorothy barnett the shop dorothy barnett and your surname you know ju- just the connection with it, it was you know from an outsider it's like wow that's like pretty cool because that effectively is you know your your side of the family though it's amazing well if you really think of if you really think about it adam and john could have just as easily been a barnett yeah i mean just i mean it's it was one decision away from being having my last name yeah. and living in America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 literally it, it really comes down to that. Both of them could be a Barnett right now, and both of them could have lived in America. I mean, there's 
There's one decision. That's what it came down to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's crazy, isn't it, when you think about that? And, you know, a couple of episodes ago, Gaz and I, we, we were chatting quantum physics and, you know, and how different things happen. And theoretically, if you think about a universe of infinite possibilities, you know, there's an infinite number of views out there making exactly the same decisions. Somewhere out there, there's there's two good old country boys who sat on your rocking chair there. He's got yep. you doing it on a porch, <laughs> enjoying a beverage, probably out of a, of a Dixie cup or something. I don't know. But yeah, who knows? Who knows? It's it is a very very un, unusual set of circumstances. That, but I'm glad and I'm delighted to be honest with you. I'm absolutely delighted that we managed to get a scientific answer to that. So yeah, when you looked at it, so we share six percent of the DNA. So that falls right in the first to second cousin category. So it was it was bang on where it should be. Everything that we expected. Uh, my brother Jack had actually looked it up, and like cousins should be around twelve percent. But the fact that we're half cousins is what brings it down to the 6%. And it's not just at 6%. There's one thing in there that makes us related. And yeah. you want to tell them what that is? Yeah. So one of the things that Jack has said was, you know, literally, you know, without you doing it, I just needed to do that DNA test. And if it came up on there, indigenous American, there's no other explanation for that being on there other than you know my granddad being Leonard Bonnet and sure enough on there it's on Bose and it's on mine that we wow. we have that in that indigenous American bit in our genome which is incredible yeah. really mm. you know it's something that we didn't know when I, I didn't know to be honest with you until I sat down even when I, in fact when I, even when I sat down and had this conversation with my nan she never said anything about the when, did, when did we first hear that we had um, American relatives how long ago was that we were we were young mm. we were very young I can remember knowing in primary school yeah, uh, because so, then there was just a whole load of nothingness there. Nothing no, happened. It, no. It wasn't even spoken about, really. Though. No, it so wasn't. It was mentioned, and and then, yeah, years and years and years had gone by, obviously, until something happened, and then... Yeah, it's mm. utterly, yeah, utterly bizarre, that one, yeah. But, yeah, it does it does appear on there. Were there any surprises, then, Bo, when you looked at yours and you looked at where your, your, your history yeah. came from? Yeah, a few. So I'm looking at mine right now. One of them that I always knew that was my mom's side, she was Polish. Her grandfather came straight from Poland, landed in New York. So my, bro my brothers actually, you know, got their names out there, you know, at, at Staten Island and all that kind of stuff. So I knew that Polish side a little bit. What I didn't realize is I'm equally Scottish. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I am equally Scottish. I, I absolutely am. Funny enough. I am English as much as beans. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Every bit as English as I am. Yeah. And you. No, no I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> See, yeah. that, that, that's like, that, that blows my mind a little bit. That's it's like weird. It's horrifying as well. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear the percentages, well, it's absolutely it's, horrifying. It's it, it's horrifying for you when you yes. find out how much Welsh Welsh you are. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which, which is up there with my uh, major issue with it. All, yeah. <laughs> with having a Welsh mother, I expected. Well, look, I mean, you could have fifty percent from each, but it wasn't going to be that high because you're going to have other bits from elsewhere. But I did not expect it to be over fifty percent. <laughs> I didn't well, expect can, to be more Welsh than anything. You see, growing up, beans always used to say. Oh, you know, I'm caught a Welsh or whatever you used to say, and and it's just like it, clearly you're a little bit more than that, dude. Well, that's that's the thing when Bo yeah. got his results back first, 
And then, you know, Bo was like, I'm 6% Welsh. I was like, oh, dude, if you're more Welsh than me, I'm so proud of being Welsh. If you're more Welsh than me, that's going to suck. <laughs> but yeah. he's not. He's not no. Not by a long stretch. I'm 61% Welsh. That's incredible. That's that a huge amount, yeah. A huge amount. And funnily enough, they they now break down by your parents. You can see what parent you basically what your parents were without them having to do a DNA test. Mum was something like ninety four percent Welsh, six percent yeah. English. That's mm-hmm. it. And same was funny enough. Wade has done one of yeah. his tests. He's ninety seven percent Welsh, three percent English. Yeah, yeah. there's the very very Welsh family. So yeah, you oh, are. Wow. Yeah, it's great news. So you know, I'll get you one of these nice little Welsh shirts <laughs> yeah. for the World Cups. I think. Yeah, I look forward to that, John. Won't you? I can, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, see, yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Put, put your English shirt well, in It'll be bit. interesting when they play each other, right? Yeah, well, I hope they're in, the, uh, they're in the same group, aren't they? They're in the, yeah, they are. They're in the same, same group. group. So, oh, I've not seen, I've not seen yeah, In fact, I see this is the way I look at it. I was just about to say you, talking about Wales. So you ended up above us, me and Gaz. Yeah. In the yeah. Euros, didn't they? They, they? they took the group, didn't they? The Wait, uh, you, you, yeah, guys, they, you guys are yeah. Bo's every bit as English as you. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> No, look, the way I put it is, I was born in England, I've lived in England, I'm English. Yeah, Lots absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Test says otherwise. <laughs> See, you could you could convince me otherwise. I, I started mentally making a list of cool Welsh people. <laughs> and I got to Craig <laughs> Bell. You, you got to Tom Jones and that was about it, was it? No, no, he doesn't make the cool list. Oh, I, okay. got to, uh, I got to Craig Bellamy and I stopped. I couldn't think of anyone else. I don't know. Maybe, it's, maybe there's one or two others. Uh, just... uh, yeah, you put them on the spot now. I can't think of any of them, actually. Charlotte Church, I don't think she makes the list. Oh, come on. Keris well, not... Matthews? No. Maybe? No. no. Catherine Jenkins? Who? I presume. Oh, no. I don't... So there's not many cool Welsh people. That's my issue. Alfie Bow? Is he, is he Welsh? I think so. Anyway. Ian Rush was all right. Yeah, Ian Rush is okay. Is that right? Yeah. So we're talking about all, all soccer players, as you you would call it, in, in, over in the over yeah. park. But... Neville yeah. Southall, he's cool. He was definitely a cool Welshman. Yeah, he was. Mm. If you asked his wife, she might say differently. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Get that in, allegedly. <laughs> so, so, like I say, you, we, when you were over here, we did visit Wales, but we spent a couple of days up in Scotland as well, and you had no idea at that point just how Scottish you were. I mean, what, what percentage Scottish were you? More than a quarter. Wow. Yeah, more than a quarter. Yeah, more than a quarter. I'm like a quarter Polish and a quarter Scottish. So that's my 50%. And then everything else kind of goes down into the single digits, except for Ireland. I actually got 16% Ireland. Yeah. So you, so, you had no idea about Scottish heritage or no idea? None. I, I mean, other than, you know, me having red hair as a child, as a, you know, as red as beans as shirt. Wow. My my hair was red until I was like four years old. So, you know, you don't get that really over here on the American Indian side. So I kind of knew that it was in there somewhere, but I didn't know it was that much. Like it's it was a, it was a lot. And, you know, I guess the only other thing that was kind of a surprise was the smaller percent of American Indian. I thought I would be sitting around 10 percent just because of stories I've heard. You know yeah. about Leonard and my and my grandmother. You know meeting each other. You know, walking from different Indian reservations and meeting each other. Yeah. So I would have thought I would have had more of that, but I guess the biggest thing is I can play the bagpipes. 
<laughs> and you walk around in a skirt wearing nothing under it. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, that's fine. I get you. This is Texas. It's pretty high. <laughs> you want to keep it aerated. Yeah, so that, that was the yeah, that was obviously twenty six percent Scottish, that was twelve percent Scottish. And I see you're sixteen percent Irish, that was two percent Irish. So yeah, it was it was very interesting for me. In fact, the way that they can pinpoint it, so from my nan's where my nan comes into it, she and her family, obviously, landed side of it brings, you know, like say the indigenous American, and and then obviously the other bits and bobs. But my nan, literally, as far as I knew, had always lived in England. Not just lived in England, but always lived in and around the Stoke area. Yeah. And it breaks it down into that. So when it breaks it down into so England and Northwestern Europe, it breaks down to the Midlands, the West Midlands, and the Potteries. So that's how long. Her family have been around here. And the same with mum, when you think about hers, how well she is, mm. it's southeast Wales and mid Wales, which is exactly where she was from. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible that you break it down that accurately. Uh, have you yeah. got any idea how it actually works? What do you mean? How do they know? How do they know? How do they pinpoint it down from your DNA? What different. You know, um, nationalities made, you're made up by, or however you want to put it. Well, I, I can kind of tell you how they do that because I, I did a little bit of research on it. So what they do is they they ask to use your DNA for to kind of help other people, right? So they get people from different areas of the of the world and they group their DNAs together. So like mine has it says Eastern Europe and Russia, but then the sub one is Southern Poland. Southeastern, Southeast Poland. So it broke it on down to Southeast Poland. And what it does is it groups all those people together and it can pinpoint those little areas that they're from. Yeah. So when your DNA matches something from theirs, they can pinpoint that specific area. Right. Okay. And one of the things that it has on there at the very, very bottom, you are 1% Nigerian, aren't you? Is that, was it Nigerian? Yeah. And we're 1% East Bantu people. And that trait. Bantu, yeah, I don't know what that means. I mean, top bounce or what? I don't know. <laughs> but that basically, I think you, you said yourself when you looked into it, that it takes us very, very, way, way, way back into our into our history and the origins of man. Yeah, it's just that little bit of DNA. Is the, yeah, yeah, it's the way you, is where mm-hmm. we came from. So would that, would that be necessarily, and I know they don't go as far back as that, but when you look at sort of Pangaea back in the day where it's just one huge continent and it starts to drift and it starts to drift and it starts to drift and then all of a sudden, I mean, did, did I'm assuming it, it doesn't go back that far. I mean, how far back does ancestry go? I mean, I don't know. It's They say they'll track your history back to about, I think it's seventh to eighth cousins. So about in, in effect, you're talking about 200, 250 years is what they're taking you back. So, uh, uh, Bo, you you had a huge list of people on there, didn't you, that you were related to? And it goes back to great-great-great-grandparents and the split, but it goes off there. So you're related to them, but less than 1%. I have went far as back as 12th great-grandfather. Wow. And that takes it back to like the 1700s and it brings it back to England. I was showing beans, you know, all the way back to England. They they apparently, the Barnetts apparently came from England, moved over, and they went back and forth several times. So some people were born in England, some people were born in the United States, uh, up and down the East Coast. And then they migrated their way to Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas. That was kind of the area. But the whole Nigeria thing... And the Bantu people, I had, I actually looked that up. It's in Africa. 
So it, it's all kind of in the African area. And I, you know, I, my whole feeling about it is it just goes back to where man, where everything was kind of together, like you said. Yeah. And that's just kind of where everybody was. You know, yeah. everybody was just kind of in that area and then started spreading out. As yeah. soon as the continent started drifting and all that, I don't know if it goes back that far, but yeah, I, you get it's it's the same idea. Everybody, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Would you ever be interested in doing yours, Gaza? You know, I, I would. And looking at the, it sounds really like grandiose as such, but you know, looking at the journey that you guys have been on in terms of, you know, discovery and finding out actually where you are from and you see it on tv and is it is it who do you think you are is that what the tv program's called and you get famous celebrity people that chart their history sort of thing and, and, and i would i just i just haven't really got the time to you know to, to do it and and whether or not i would be a, as an avid researcher as perhaps yourself adam and obviously subsequently Bo. I, d- I don't know I, i'd love to know where yeah i'd love to know where my family came from and I think everybody would, wouldn't they? Is that not a? Is that not something that you you would want to know? Yeah, well, I mean, it can end up quite disappointing. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> not you, though. I don't mean that. It was another. It was another Welsh gig. It was, uh, yeah. I, well, yeah. I mean, there is that. If, if I ever found out that I was like, I don't know, like more than fifty percent Welsh, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a massive fan of that. I'll be honest. It would be a shock. Yeah. yeah. It'd be, I can see you trying to process that, John. I'll be honest with you. I'm you know, he's just... going through it now. <laughs> yeah. I actually bought one for my father-in-law because he knew his dad's side. He had no idea about his mom's side. So I bought one for him, and he got his results back. And every day we're finding out more and more stuff, and he's wow. just – he's excited. I mean, he knew his dad's side was German, but he knew nothing about his mom's side. And I'm just – I'm coming up with all that stuff, and he's just excited about it. So, would would, would Chris ever think about doing one bow or not? Or yeah, I think Chris would do one. You know, right now, of course, it's you know she's getting the information about what her dad and mom were, right? You know, so it's it's kind of it's kind of given her an insight of what of what she is, anyways. You know, yeah. But it's not given the it's not given the percentages. But I'm telling you, anybody who can can do it should i yeah. mean and i've had people reach out to me i, I talked to beans i've had a couple people reach out to me hey cuz you know you look on there and they're actually more cousins than me and him wow and i started asking questions i started asking questions and now they don't want to talk to me <laughs> <laughs> i must i must admit when i first opened mine the first name i expect to see at the top it was Bo M. Barnett. So I clicked on. Right. Okay. I don't know who that person is. I don't know who that person is. Oh, I know him. There's more weight. So he, you were about fourth or fifth down there. So there's a D. Barnett as well. I think that we share about seven or ten, maybe even 10% with him as well. So I, and then there was yeah. there, there, most, most of the people that cropped up on my list were on the American side, interesting enough, because I think more Americans have done the DNA test. There's a few, there's a few Welsh ones, and that was it. It's very it's very interesting and I remember my brother my brother telling me just just know it's gonna be it's Pandora's box. It could be. Yeah. So get prepared yeah. for whatever or whoever may come out of that. And that and that's what I was just gonna say. You guys obviously have had the, the very positive side of ancestry and 
you know, you've been over to the UK, Bo, and, you know, you've been able to chart your history and you've met sort of Adam and John and all, you know, there has to be an element of where you think, you know, some people might go through this process and actually, in a way, hate what they find, you know, so I suppose there is that you are open and, you know, you're letting the genie out of the, the bottle as such, aren't you? You know, you, you don't actually know what, what, what will happen. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, and that's and that's the thing, you know. It could have brought up stuff for us that we didn't want to know, but it's one of those things. We had it. We had a question that you want answering. And to be honest with you, a couple of years ago, Kim and I uh, were talking, and we were talking about this. I think it was Bo and I had been in contact, but you know, it was even way before he planned on coming over. And Kim said, "I kind of toyed with the idea of Christmas is getting one of those Ancestry.com DNA test results." And I said, "Well, I'm glad you didn't, because if it had come back and disproved it." Yeah. then I would have been good. I'd have, yeah. I would have been absolutely good because right now I think I've got the answer to the question. Yeah. And then it niggled at me. It's like, but if it isn't the answer to the question that I've got, I, I need to know that. Yeah. I need to know that. And, you know, it's, you know, so when Jack suggested doing it, I was like, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. It's not cheap. I think it's costs you about 50, 60 quid, but it's, it's worth doing. Obviously not for you because you know yours now. You know yours. I know. I, well, I have, I have to do it. <laughs> if I have mine done, it's different. Yeah. Asking the old dear some questions. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 40%, 40% Iranian. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain something. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's bizarre. It is utterly bizarre. But uh, there's just a few things like when we when we're on the train on the way back from Scotland. So I was sat there and and I cracked open the bottle of whiskey actually while while we were on the train on the way back. I mean, it's sat there and Bo, Bo, Bo was you know you can tell you can tell what Bo's thinking. You know what I mean? You can see the cogs ticking away, and he just he looks to me and he goes. Your legs are very hairless. <laughs> okay, thanks. Where's, where's this conversation going? <laughs> it's like, and they are literally. My, you can see I'm sat here in shorts. I've got virtually no hair on my legs whatsoever, and I never have done. I'm not a particularly hairy person, although my back's getting hairier than my head ever was, unfortunately. And that comes from, and you said like Leonard was exactly the same, you know, and that comes from that Indian heritage mm. because. They were virtually yeah. hairless themselves. My yeah. beard, when it grows, is soft and fluffy. It's not prickly or sharp at all. It's, it literally, if it was a length of yours, it would blow in the wind. Yeah, mine does a bit, though. Mine's, mm. yeah, it's, mine's not, like, dead coarse. So, yeah, I suppose it is quite like, yeah. Yeah, so that was interesting. And there's a when you look at genealogy as well, there's a picture of our granddad from a mum's side mm. at the age of about 19. And if you were to stick an extra picture of you mm. when you were 19, you it's uncanny, isn't it? The resemblance yeah. is absolutely yeah. ridiculous to the point where the first time I saw it, I actually thought John had had like one of those old timey photographs done. Yeah, yeah. It's utterly bizarre how how genealogy. Although we're brothers, and pretty pretty much your results would come back exactly the same. Yeah. But you know, I think you look a lot more. You can tell you're from one side of the family. I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think so. You can't so much now. You know, when, when you no, but when you think like our uncle John, who is my mum's brother, actually he's an absolute spitting image of his dad, isn't he? And my granddad. But you were a spitting image of him when he was nineteen. But now you wouldn't say that you or John looked alike. No, it's oh yes, yeah, it's, it's I, I find it fascinating. I do. I find yeah. I find it fascinating how that is, and the same as you and, and Sid. Yeah. You know, Gaza. You you know, I think you look. You know, you 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 do look like your dad. Yeah, and and you know, lots of people say that. I 
yeah, pretty much everybody I speak to sort of says, oh, oh my God, like, you know, give you another 15 years and you will be big grey. Like, I don't want to say that as a compliment or not. I'm sort of not sure, actually, if I'm honest. But, but yeah, loads of people sort of say, you know, I, I look like I look much more like my dad said, looks much more like my mum. And and it's strange because you, you, you go through and you think, is it the colouring? Is it, is it the skin tone? Is it the hair colour? Is it the eye colour? Is it what, what is it that makes you look like somebody else? Is it literally just the way that your your face is formed because that's what people will say is they look at you and they look at your face it's like well is it the shape of the eyes is it the color of the eyes and that goes back to what you were saying about the dna and actually different sperm can have different bits of dna so if depending on which sperm man manages to sort of catch the egg as such you know it depends on what you look like and it is a it's weird because there's lots of people that will say, oh, you look like such and such. But then I suppose when they come and do a test, they'll be like, well, actually, I haven't got that much. It, it must just be a bit of, there's a little bit of chance in there. Does that make sense in terms of, sort of what, what sort of traits and characteristics you get from, from, from your parents? But, yeah, I've always been told I I, I, I pretty much look like my old man. And, and I'd like to do it. I, I, you know, parts of me remember stories. And it's weird because you just you remember bits of stories that your your granddad and then that your great granddad would tell you or you, you know your you, your nan or your great nan i mean i i i don't remember my great nan i remember my nan and on both sides of the family i didn't know my nan on my dad's side of the family that well she, she died when i was quite young but like my my nan from my mum's side she lived till 100 blessing she only, you know she died a couple of years ago sort of thing so and they were from a different part of the country but then you think well actually where are they from and where is the where do we come from and it it, it does it does bode a few questions i have to admit it, it it opens up a few well i'm curious and I, and i will get around to doing it at some point it's just when you know it's just when i get around to it but i will do it you know i, I i'm you know looking as i say what what you and Bo have done and gone through and met and I'm like, oh, cool. Can I have a little bit of that as well? I wouldn't mind meeting somebody and getting in touch with them and just seeing where it leads, you know. So I'll do it at some point. I'm just not sure when. I, I think it's a great story. And it's one of the things we chatted about while we were, while you were over here, wasn't it, Bo? That it is a good story. And it's a story that, that we, we felt needed talent, didn't we? Yeah, it's a story that I think other people have. You know, they, they, they have it. I don't know if they went through the lengths of trying to find the other person as you did, or if they actually succeeded like you did, but to see it, to see it from the beginning to the end and trying to take my, you know, my feelings out of it. It's pretty amazing. And it's a pretty amazing story. And that's, you know, I mean, we're talking about all over the world, you know, 10, 15 years ago without the internet. Yeah. Could we have done this? No. You know, could you have done it? Probably not. You know, I I mean, it's, you know, I I did everything I could to make sure people didn't know where I lived. <laughs> I'll well, find it you anyway. <laughs> Damn you! I have bitch. a job for you. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I tell you, I tell you, I'm a regular Jim Rockford just without the transfer. It, it's weird though because you know, go back to almost right at the beginning, and I remember a story that Bo spoke about when he's sitting in a room and. Was there something that was passed to you and you looked, was it, I don't know, was it a photo or something? You went, oh, God, I recognise, like, that literally is. And was there, 
I can't, I can't remember the story, but you said that Adam had contacted you and you were reading this thing on the letter that Adam had, and you were like, almost like a hairs on the back of your neck. You're like, oh, like, oh my God, like, like resonates massively with me. And you could piece together yeah. then some things that you had memories of that then matched what Adam was writing about. And for me, that was like, right. wow, like as an outsider, I was like, bloody hell, that must have been a, a real sort of, like I say hairs in the back of your neck, like mind blowing sort of discovery as such. Yeah, it was, I, I, I think what we're discussing at, right now is when my dad had told me that someone told him that he had a half brother in England. And, you know, this is five years before the letter. Yeah. So when I'm reading the letter, it all just kind of hit me at once what yeah. I'm actually reading. Yeah. I'm actually reading that this is a ha- this is the half brother they're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. It, it and and it was like whoa, you know, like like really, really, really. So yeah, I had to when when I told my dad finally that this is this is what I found. This is what I got. He couldn't speak. Yeah. He just. He just he kept rubbing his beard and saying "Wow" for about an hour. <laughs> I mean, that was yeah. He just he was he was flabbergasted, couldn't figure it out. If yeah. the, um, if you hadn't been told, so if you uh, hadn't heard about him having potentially a half brother in England, and then you'd have received a letter like you did, that could have just gone in the bin, I suppose, and, because you wouldn't have kind of thought, you know, there's there's anything behind this. Yeah, that could have been binned and gone then, and. If I received a letter like yeah. that, I probably wouldn't, because I don't think of anything like that in my past, or I've not heard of anything. So that would just be something bend it be, what's this? Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're after something. Right. Well, yeah. there's a lot of things that had to happen with, with me and Adam. I mean, there's a lot of, first off, I had to believe the letter enough to call him my brother. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I could have thrown it away. I had yeah. to believe it enough to call, to call so there's a lot of things that had to happen. He had to write just the exact words for me to go, okay, this is enough for me to figure out what's going on and then contact my brother who lived in England. So, and then, you know, Adam brought up a good point. You never know who you're reaching out to. It could be some crazy who spent, you know, just, just a crazy, you know, it could be anybody. It could be anybody. And, and, and they could be too. So it's not like you're going to get on an airplane in a month and fly over there. Right. You got to make sure that you're, you know, safe and everything else. It could be anybody. Yeah. Everything lined up, like, to the point where he's the closest cousin I have. And I have cousins over here that I don't talk to. Yeah. And and Adam jumped in front. Adam and John jumped in front of everybody. Yeah. You know, because of who they are as people to begin with. You know, a very open, very, you know, giving, very just just the kind of person that I am yeah. that I feel like I am there. And, and, and that's just, you, you could have got the other side of that. You could have got somebody who was looking for something looking yeah. for, you know, or not doing well, looking for that handout or whatever it was. And we didn't get that. You know, what we got was somebody who works hard, loves their family, you know, and, and is just trying to make it in this world. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. And like you say, I I never know who I was written on, writing the letter to. And don't get me wrong, I'm absolutely delighted that it turned out to be your good self. But the person who really we need to thank in all this is is Uncle Crystal. 
because without our great uncle crystal because without without that name i don't think i would have been successful because that is the one key that that helped yeah. to unlock the secret it really is and literally was that so when you went on ancestry or whatever it was and, and that name popped up was that like oh i'm a, a bit of a dead end here and i can't get anything here and i can't get anything here and then that name popped up and then it was like that unlocked and then all of a sudden it, it, it was a bit like the pandora it was like whoa oh, hold on a minute i've got all of these now yeah, well, I had the names, so I had the name, and and, and like I, said, I think I said, Leonard Leon Barnett, and there was another one with very similar birthday, very similar time that he passed away, and I mean really similar in terms of a couple of days on both, it's quite uncanny, and it could very well have been him, but I, I broke it down, so when I first heard, before I sat down on Ancestry.com, I used something called, I think it was the Social Security Death Index, which is a really, really depressing name, but it's a list of social security numbers for people who passed away in the States. And I just typed that name in there and I pulled it up and I used that social security number then to find out different bits of information. So that when I went and did, I did a course in Congleton Library to how to use Ancestry.com. And the great thing is, if you're living in the UK, you can use Ancestry in any of the libraries pretty much up and down the country for free. You don't have to pay for it. It's wonderful. Just go in there and sign up and just spend an hour in there and have a nice warm cup of coffee, sit there and, and you can research your family tree. It's a great way to do it. And I did that. And I went and did a course on how to operate. I thought it just made sense. Kim had found it and she signed me up to it. And I went along to Congleton Library, sat there. And so we did it. She talked us through it. And I was just itching to get away and just, just yeah. type it in. So she says, right, have you got 15 minutes then? Right at the end to search. So I, I typed in the information that I had. And the first one that came up, no word of a lie, the first one that came up. And I said, I did a crystal barnet. And there's no way. There's no way. I'm not just going to take the first one. I need to research this a little bit further. But it was. It was the first one I ever wow. typed in. Ancestry.com was the one that came up. And that is just ridiculous. But I had all the other information that I'd researched around it and all the lively. After so, did you, so did you research various stuff not through Ancestry.com and you, you tried to sort of collect loads of evidence and then through Ancestry.com you almost collaborated that? Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So I had a list of parameters that we were looking for, but then that literally just brings it up. And Ancestry.com is a fantastic tool. It's it's set up by the Mormons. And if you if you don't know anything about the Mormons, the way the Mormons work is you can, if you're a Mormon, you can then pray for your ancestors to convert to Mormonism after they've passed away. That's one of the things you do. You can have a sort of a post-mortem baptism which is a very strange way of doing it but that's the reason why they set it up so you can successfully track your family tree and then help to convert them into the Church of the Latter-day Saints. I'm sure that's not what most people use it for. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I, I would think not. <laughs> I would think not. It certainly wasn't why I was using it. No. Anyway, I've, I've not got the strange underpants on tonight in my release here. Uh, yeah, so so uh, yeah, and that's, and that's, that's what it's there for. But obviously, everybody uses it for their own their own different ends. And yeah, it's it's it, for me. It's been a wonderful experience. It's been a great experience. And to have Bo here, um, you know, I think Chris said when when we were at the uh, the the train station when I first picked you up, she said, "Are you going to get emotional to you?" And I said, "I don't know. I, I am a pretty emotional. You know me. I'm a pretty emotional guy." And I didn't know whether I would or not. And I didn't all the time we here. I was still trying to process it. And then I went and dropped them off at the train station. And then they got and they came back. And Kim had gone to pick Matilda up. Matilda had gone to uh, grandma's on the last day. So I came back. She left me with Jacob down on the day. And it's like, wow. And this house has been really busy for the last sort of week or so. It's been wonderful. It's been great. And it's just been a totally incredible experience. It's just now there's me and JJ. 
And I said to him, you know, I said, oh, dude, we did, we've done an incredible thing, haven't we, dude? We did an incredible thing. We, you know, we, we took Bo and we met my dad and we, and we did that, didn't we? He just looked me straight in the eye and went, monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, are you talking about DNA? And, you know, there's all sorts of links there, kid. I mean, 99.9% or whatever it is, you know what I mean? That's it. And I laughed. I laughed. But as soon as I laughed, oh, then all the tears came out. You know what I mean? Oh, was... you didn't get emotional, did you? Oh, massive emotional. Yeah, literally, he was just looking as if to say, I'm not funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're crying about that big, that big guy that was here for a week and now he's gone. Yeah. And you're crying about him. Is that what you're doing, dude? It was massive emotional release. It was just, it, it was it was such a hard, it's, I don't think I can fully process it now. Yeah. But it's, it's just, I just think it's a fantastic story. And... Yeah. It's a story that I am slowly but surely trying to put into text as we try and write the book at this point in time. So, so what's the what's the? I say I think I know, but what what's the premise of the book? Then is it is it journeys into ancestry? Is it a, a, an uncharted family history? Is it are you writing a bit? But is Bo you're writing a bit? And then is it like a collab or is it Adam? Yeah. So I I mean I thought about that a little bit, right? So Adam for one. For one, is a great storyteller. He is a great storyteller. Uh, amen to and, I, I concur with that. Yeah, yeah. He, he is. He he is great. I had all sorts of ideas when I asked him. Hey, we need to put this. We we need to put this. You know, in on on paper somehow, right? I think if you do a collaboration, it's hard to link things. Yeah, because of the way that he tells a story and the way that I might tell a story would be a little different, right? Yeah. So it might be confusing, but if you start, and this is just what I'm thinking, and I don't know anything about what he's written. He said he's already written a chapter, right? So I have no idea. But if I'm thinking in my mind, I'm putting myself in World War II, okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm putting myself in Leonard's boots. I'm putting myself in England meeting his nan. You know, and that's where I mean, that's where the story is going to it. It's going to be a true story. And I asked him, I was like, do you want to change names? Do you want it? He's like, no, no, I want to make it as real as possible. You know, a nonfiction book. This is what it is. And is it a book of, you know, love? Yes. I, I don't think so. I think it's a book of family found. You know, that's just how I think about it. You don't want to, in my mind, I don't see it as love lost. Yeah. You know, because we both ended up how we are. You know, I mean, sure, I'm sure there's emotions involved. I'm sure there was a lot of emotions involved, but I think it has more to do with what happened at the end than what happened at the beginning. It must have been replicated so many times, though, as well. When you think about how many in, in World War II, how many soldiers were stationed abroad. And the men from that country who have been stationed elsewhere and things, you know, there's there must have been so many instances yeah. just like this. Then, it's yeah, it's it's not a it won't be a solitary story. It absolutely won't. And do you know what? We could have all gone to our graves not knowing that story. Easy. You know what I mean? We yeah. we we could have easily, you know, hopefully many many years from now gone to our graves 
and not knowing that we were all related, but I, I just think our life's a little bit richer for knowing that. And I wanted to share that story, and I've got to be very careful how I do it and make sure it's sensitive to my dad's talents of the story. Because one of the things he said to me was, you know, he he wants his side of it to be told as well. And, you know, we've never really looked at it from his point of view. Let me make it very clear we're not going to do that now. Because, you know, we've never looked at it from his point of view we've never told it from his perspective and i think it's really important to tell it from his perspective as well and give him the credit and the justice that he deserves in it as well it's i mean it it sounds like i mean i don't know there was a film i can't for life remember what it's called but the film told a story but and they told the same story through the same timeline but from three different perspectives and it was and and one person perceived it in this way and this was how he remembered the action unfolding this is how he remembered it and then it it then flipped like a third of the way through the film and it and it came upon it, it was i can't for laugh remember the film and 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 then it all of a sudden it became the same story in the same timeline at the same place but from a from for example Bo was telling the story as opposed to Adam telling the story so from Bo's the timeline's the same because you've received the letter but from Adam's point of view he's telling the story and then from Bo's point of view he's like receiving it and telling it from his point of view etc 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 you know so it, it was and that worked as a film I'm not saying that that's one thing you do as a book and stuff but telling the same story on the same timeline but from different perspectives means that different people can hold on to different parts of the story I, does that make sense sort of thing? it does yeah it does yeah. yeah it does well one, one thing i will say I've, I've asked both to write the foreword to it as well so you will have input on the book and you know i'm looking forward to you know see, seeing what he has to say about it so it's, it's his opportunity you know about forward can be 20 pages long if he likes you know yeah. and, and just just from his own perspective but yeah. well i mean to, to be fair i had to google what a ford was <laughs> <laughs> because I started writing a story. <laughs> so. uh, Bo, I, I, I've got, honestly, I, I would, I would be honoured, delighted, privileged to read whatever it is that you want to put down on paper, pal. Having the very, very, very naught point naught 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 one percent knowledge of the journey that you've been through. If you want to write something down, mate, I'll read it. I've got no bother with that whatsoever. Yeah. I, you know, I, I really think at the end, at the end of this whole thing, at the end of the the book or whatever, at the very least, we're going to have something to be able to pass down to offer our family. You know what I'm I, saying? I, yeah. I, that's going to be the biggest thing for me to, you can pass this down and say, this is, this is what happened in the 2000s. I mean, this yeah. is. It's the and, and it's, that a, it's about creating legacy, isn't it? And that, and that, and you know what? And if, and who was it said to me? It was I can't remember who it was now, but it, was, it might have been, might have been one of my uncles. And he said, you know what? And he's obviously much older now. And he went, you know, what? if I do, if God forbid anything happens to me, I'd like to think that I've lived a life and I've enriched a life and I've touched lots of people's lives and and I can and I will be happy with what it is what I've done. And it's about creating that. And he was he spoke quite passionately about family and the need for family and you know the Pickford family is we're quite tight we don't see each other that often but we're very tight as a family knit unit and you might not think that you know from 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 looking from the outside but we are 
and and he very much spoke about family and the need for family and creating a legacy of actually you know what if if i do go i've left this and it goes back to that isn't it is that you can you leave it can can you leave something behind that the future generations of your family can grasp and can hold and and relate to and if you can do that then amen you know absolutely you've done your job sort of thing well that's i mean and that's actually the point if you look back i'm sure hugh barnett in 1715 in england didn't know we were going to be having this conversation right here you know i mean it's there was five hugh barnett's in a row hugh barnett hugh jr Hugh the third, <laughs> you know, so the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, who, who would have known that Hugh Barnett in England would have created all this, you know, you're not thinking about your legacy so much back then, no. you know, yeah. and, and, and actually you're not thinking about so much about your legacy right now, but you know, it'd be nice to know a hundred years from now that Adam and I's name pops up somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Putting a bit of extra pressure on this work now, dude. I'm gonna have to go rewrite <laughs> chapter one. <laughs> but it's it's true. The other the other side of it for me is as well is like John says, it isn't you know for us it is a unique story. It's a great story, but it's unique in the way that we got to meet. But I just hope that somewhere out there, somebody else gets to read that story mm. and it inspires them to go and do it and hopefully be as fortunate as we've been. Well, they haven't got long to do it though. No, because you've got to. I think with something like this, you've got to have that initial conversation with somebody that's close to it and that knows. And as we're aware, people from the World War Two era now, there's not that many of them knocking about. So if people don't do something, don't find out soon, then it'd be down to ancestry to actually put people together as opposed to doing it the way you did. It's very true. And and I suppose there is that that you will get to a point where there is that missed generation won't they because there, there will be a, a period of time that you would have liked to have spoken to people talked to people and actually you, you're now missing that opportunity because you know bless them that you know they, they're getting on in their lives and they're 70 80 90 years old you know it's like yeah. it's unfortunate well we, we you're talking what 1945 so the, you know they would have been born in the the 20s really effectively to be partaking yeah. in that so you're talking yeah. a long a long, long, long time, long, long ago, time yeah. ago. So there's not, like yeah. John says, not too, not too many of them left, unfortunately. No. So we are coming up to around about the hour mark, but we have promised we got John's mm. run out of beer here. So yeah, I have. You know, I'm changing the subject ever so slightly. We didn't find any royal blood in the family, did we? But we've got the Duchess here, nonetheless. Oh, John, have you tried this before? You I've liked tr- it. I've tried the Duchess. So the Duchess was fine. I thought that you lot were completely on fire. Uh, it was, it was different. It, it was tangy. Did you finish it? Way. Yeah. Oh, easily finished. Yeah. Well, I, he bought me another beer at the same time as that. I can't remember what it was, and I preferred the Duchess to that one. Delirium Red. Delirium Red. Yeah, that was horrible. What? Uh, the Duchess. Was oh. I'd never had Delirium before, and I'd, I'll never have it again. I like the bottle. You, you speak what? to three That's probably why Andy's not here tonight. Actually, he's offended oh, by your view. I know. Yeah, I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny. Andy jumps through the screen and slap a <laughs> headbutt on you or something. You know, he's talking <laughs> like that. Yeah, no, I didn't like to. I didn't enjoy that delirium. Right then. Oh my word! 
So this one, this one that we're trying now, we're going to try now. Is the cho- the chocolate cherry in the background, though. That's the thing. Look at him now. He's like, no, I'm not having this. <laughs> it smells absolutely disgusting. It does smell horrible. 6.8%. So it's, I think it's about the same as the Duchess, maybe a little bit stronger. Oh, it's the Duchess. Oh, God. <laughs> it's got that same, yeah, really acidy, tart aftertaste. But it's maybe a little bit more subtle. It's a little bit more subtle. But you, you, you're, that, try, you're going to try and he's gonna convert you like this, aren't you? That, 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 no, I'll, I'll give it a second go. I'm dug him right. I could have COVID. My taste could have gone. I don't know. <laughs> the aftertaste is the same, isn't it? Mm. Slightly vinegary, shall we say? Stop sauces. Yeah. No, I'm not. I, I, no, I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm going to tell you right off the bat now, it ain't as bad as the Duchess. I could drink a fair few of them. I could actually, <sighs> I could settle and enjoy that. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I'm not going to say it's not bad, but it isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, obviously, for those people that don't know the Duchess story, obviously we went down to London, we, we went into this bar, we had the Duchess. I wasn't a massive fan, Adam wasn't a massive fan. The barman went, do you want to change that last We were like, yes, please. And to be fair to me, they give us a, a, a different drink. And I think I've tasted it once, at once maybe since then. You might correct me, maybe twice, but certainly, definitely once. I think so. Not yeah, for me. This ain't terrible. This ain't terrible. Yeah, just yeah. Um, no, it ain't terrible. John just leant back and bloody necked. It's a coffee. <laughs> <that> <laughs> it, it actually, it, it actually isn't too bad. It's it's, it's quaffable. Actually, speaking of alcoholic drinks, that's one thing that Bo did change me on. When he was over here, if I had it, I'm generally if I drink whiskey, I do drink it neat. However, if I ever have a cocktail. I always, my, my go-to was the Manhattan. However, when Bo was here, he got me on, he got me on old fashions. And I'll tell you what, I've had a few of them since. And that's a good cocktail. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, it's one of, one of my favorites. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Um, I mean, you got to start off with a good whiskey anyways, but it, 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 it's got a little bit of sweetness to it. Um, you still taste the whiskey. You still get it in there, but it's, uh, Old Fashioned is one of my favorites. And I promise, I'm not going to serve you bad beer in Texas. I won't do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I Not even not even to see how you like it. If I don't like it, I promise you, you're probably not going to like it. So, um, but I know you like IPAs. Um, yes, IPAs I, are good. Yep, and to kind of circle back, I actually bought one the other day that was a Stone Cold Steve Austin IPA. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah. He's a legend to me. I want to get hold of that. You can get it in the UK, but it's very, very difficult yeah. to get hold of. Uh, yeah. Is it El Segundo Brewery, something like yes. that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a broken skull. It's a broken skull. Yeah. Nice. So I tried, I, uh, I tried one yesterday. It was a little bit hoppy for me, but I know where to get it. For when the trip is here, when you want to remake the trip, so wow. yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be bringing some of those back as well. Yeah. And like, like I said, Gaz, Gaz, you know, Gaz and I were talking because Gaz is off to the states in the summer, and you've got a great yeah. trip planned in you yeah, know, yeah. New York, Vegas, and San, San Francisco. And yeah. my, I think my, you know, we, Kim and I were talking about when we do it, and obviously Biden, bless him, is just, you know, he's done something useful and, and relaxed. <laughs> 
some of the, the the things for travelers to make it a little bit easier to get people out there they they have relaxed the covid rules as such and the covid entry requirements and bless him he, he he's you know he, he's a little bit doddery as the old old, old goat don't but... bless him quit blessing no. him. <laughs> yeah, i'm with you on this one the guy is an embarrassment <laughs> the guy is an absolute embarrassment He's going. I'll tell you. It's more likely that he's going to. Um, the dollar's just going to go plop. And if it does, can you imagine the impact that would have on the rest of the world? Mm -hmm. Look at what he's done since he's came in. Donald Trump said that yeah, a country has to produce 100% of its own energy because otherwise, in time of war or dispute, it can't rely on people. He told Merkel that, and she didn't listen. Look at her now, and all the the, the the fact that they rely on Russia for it. Look at right. Biden. How many pipelines has Biden closed down? If you, he's Donald Trump said Biden hates the U.S. energy industry, and he's going to break it down, and that's exactly what he's done. Literally everything, yep. all the doom and yep. gloom that Trump said John, happened happened. John. You're going to be allowed in Texas when all the world goes this shit. I'll come, I'll come to Texas. We're yeah. going to we're going to shut down our borders and you're allowed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely over there. I, I don't know if you heard that, guys. Just in the distance, I think I heard Johnny Simo going, "Amen, amen." <laughs> he, he's actually he's he's actually on Facebook now, tweeting, posting about it, tweeting about it. That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Simo. He's not a big Biden fan at all, is he? I don't, I don't see how anybody could be. No. I honestly don't see how anybody could be. Well, there are I, know, many, I know, I don't 40 know. Or 50 or 200 million now, however many people have voted for him, that obviously were. Well, but well, well exactly. That's what I was going to say. I don't know if you're. Oh, you somewhere. haven't gone there, have you, Bo? Did they? <laughs> if, you've, uh, ever see, if you haven't seen that documentary, 2000 Mules, it's well worth watching. Talking yeah, about the 2020 presidential election and the. Alleged corruption involved in it. Well, if you watch it, you probably won't want to say alleged. You just say, "I'm the corruption involved in the 2020 election." Yeah, Gary, did you know this? Let me ask you one question. Go on. See if you know this. <laughs> okay. In America, yeah, when they come to cast their vote, they yeah. literally can walk up to what we would describe as a post box in yeah. the middle of the street. Yeah. The letter comes through the post with a name on. They open yeah. it up, and then there's obviously no name attached to it because you can't link who you voted for. And they go and put it in the post box. It's not like they, they, they don't have to go to it. They're not voting, schools, voting they? booths and nothing like sign, that. No. It's in the street. It's a street. It's something that's put up that they go and do. It is so open to abuse. I that's, know that they were talking about like dead, various dead people that were like voting and they've been mm. dead for so many years and and people posting the dead people's votes and all sorts yeah. of stuff. So there's all sorts of rumours and scandal and this, that and the other and, you know. And, it doesn't go on and, for long. Watch it. Watch that 2,000 Mules. You can download it. It goes on for about an hour to eight. It's, it's well worth watching. Uh, e even though we, we might have touched on it in the past on various podcasts, I'm not a massive sort of talk about geopolitical issues to surround various other countries. You know, we, we are listened to in 47 countries, are we, Ad, maybe? 47? 47 countries. So, you know, and, and if we commented on every geopolitical situation in each of the 47 countries we probably wouldn't have a podcast so well you know what we listen to all over the world and in various places right. but yeah I, I there are a few people that we, we we now are in touch with from from across the pond in the good old us of a who are less than enamored with mr biden let's just put it like that mm. Mm. Tell him, tell well, the, just too. 
The Alamo is 45 minutes that way. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll circle the wagons. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And just a quick shout out as well while we're doing that. A quick shout out to the Toddcast. Obviously, Todd's decided to call it a day on the old yeah, podcast. Yeah, Todd, what's all that about, dude? If you want to come onto our podcast, anytime you want to come onto our podcast, dude, you can come onto our podcast. We'll happily have you. Can't believe you're hanging up the mic. What are you doing? Get back on it. Sort it. He'll be back. I'll tell you yeah. that he'll be back. I chatted yeah. to Johnny Sowers just to check in with him. And yeah, I'm pretty confident he'll be back. He's got a lot going on right now. He's changed the job and everything. So yeah, Todd, we'd love to have you back. And Johnny, you know, you're welcome on here anytime. Anytime. Because you guys are you guys are always entertaining and a lot of fun. So just one last plug for me, actually. Just one last plug for me before call time on this podcast. Get onto YouTube. I'll stick a link in this podcast as well. Search out Teddy Tube. That is, my daughter is fascinated by the fact that we do a podcast. She wants to be a part of it. I do think it's deeply inappropriate for the most part of it. So we've set one up called TiddyTube. So search out TiddyTube on YouTube, and that is going to be Matilda and I, and we're going to be building some Lego on there, some good fun. And actually, we've got some Lego. We've got a guy, uh, we've got a Lego enthusiast coming on the podcast in a few weeks' time, probably way, a little bit in the future now. And actually, Mike from Happy Hour, seen it, seen yeah. the fact that we were chatting and said, you know, I've been chatting with him. Mike's coming on as well. Mike's going to join him. Mike, Happy days. Always, yeah, Mike's a big Lego fan, as it turns out. I did not know that. So that should be an interesting episode. So as we wrap it up there, has anybody else got anything else they want to shout out before we go? No, I'll just, I'll just wrap, wrap it up from sort of just across the road from where Adam is. I would love to say from just across the pond, but it's not quite that elaborate. Yeah, I, look, I've really enjoyed it. I, I, I've hugely, hugely enjoyed, obviously, meeting Bo in person and having a few beers with him and, and podcasting live with him. And, and just in the journey that he's been on and Adam's been on and John's been on in terms of sort of trying to figure out sort of who they are and where they came from and all of that. So God bless you. You know, it, it, I've, I've enjoyed it from, from, from the outside. You know, here's to many more sort of podcasts and beers together and hopefully one day but we get to sort of meet up again in person and we'll 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 chat again we'll have a crack open a beer or two so i look forward to that day yeah thanks to be honest we drank more than just a couple of beers that night <laughs> <laughs> let's, yeah uh, we i was, was going to say I've, I've definitely drank more i've definitely drank less tonight than the last time i was on a podcast with you so <laughs> yeah yeah we drank a lot i appreciate it i mean i this is this has been a lot for me. It's been a very emotional for me, but in a good way. You know, yeah. em- emotions can go a lot of ways, but this is this is definitely emotion in a good way. I'm 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 glad. I'm happy that John and Adam are in in my life now, and their families are you know wonderful. And for them to come over, for John to come over, and you know be part of this and everything like that. It's it's to me, it's just amazing. So. Thank you all for, you know, actually making this happen. So, and, and, and Gaz, I mean, uh, we're going to do it again. We love England. <laughs> I'm, I'm just as England as that. Absolutely. There you, yes. go. there you go. And, and, and I, can't wait, I can't wait for that day to happen, fella. I look, look forward to the day it happens again, mate. Absolutely. Cheers. Absolutely. John Boy? Yeah, well, I'll extend a thank you as well, man, because... I was a bit more of a backseat passenger on this ride. Adam did all the, the legwork, as it were, and what have you. But I've done reap the rewards. I've met you four times now, I think, and two of those, Bo, have been on this TBR radio thing. But I do get the feeling that it isn't the last time that I meet you properly, if you know what I mean, as well. And I got that the first time we kind of met, and 
and I brought my lad over and what have you. And then I, I came and saw you again whilst you were over. And yeah, I just got the, the feeling that, yeah, I think we're definitely going to meet again. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. We'll be making the trip over to Texas in the very near future. Don't get me wrong, we'll be podcasting about it as well. We'll be sharing that story around there because I know you guys will hopefully want to hear it too. But yeah, this for me... It, I think I've said it before, but it, it, it is one of those, I, I consider this one of my my, my greatest achievements it, that I've ever done. Because, you know, when I sat down, I had the first time I had that conversation with my dad and I said, look, I want to speak to my nan about it. Is that okay? I asked his permission first. Then, you know, I'd had a few beers and I spilled, and then I spilled a glass of red wine off his curtains. And <laughs> left, red, red wine, made a right mess and apologised. And then I set off on a journey. I didn't really expect it to go anywhere because I had, you can have no real expectations about what can happen. But I didn't expect now that, like I say, you would come over here. We're going to be going over there to you. We, you know, we've done this podcast and we, we get to talk. And, you know, it, and now it's not just a, a name that, that that's, that's distant off. It's, it's you know, it's a, it, I've always thought of you as a friend as well. But it, as a family member, we we have it confirmed now in writing, and it, it, for me, it's just been an absolutely phenomenal journey. And thank you to everybody who's listened to it and bought into the idea of it, and and you know, and to you guys as well for sh- indulging us to do these episodes. And you know, just 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 thank you, thank you, because it's been a wonderful journey for me. One final thing then that we wanted to close out with is, unfortunately, musicality started off in my family and has not passed on to me or to you, to the best of my knowledge. Not particularly. I did play the recorder once. Yeah, once twice. Just once is probably for the best. So Bo is very musical, and so is his dad. So we've got a little bit of a recording now of Bo playing a song with his dad that we want to close out with, and we hope you enjoy it. So thank you, and take care. Thank you.